Welcome to your podcast or mine, where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed. Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry. Welcome to another episode of Your Podcast, Your Mind. I'm Sherry. On this episode, I'm speaking with Dan Lefebvre, the creative mind behind the podcast based on a true story. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dan. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I wanted to start off with a short description of based on a true story for those who may not have heard the podcast before. Yeah, so the basic concept behind my podcast is to take movies that claim to be based on a true story, that's where the name came from, and uh, compare them with history. So what what actually happened versus what you see in the movie. That's a great concept. I've really enjoyed listening to the show. In fact, in the beginning, you have a segment called Two Truths and a Lie, where basically <laughs> you throw out two truth and a lie and at the end of the show you recap and and point out what those are i really like that concept yeah thanks yeah that was something i i threw in there to hopefully get people to try to pay attention a little bit more to some of the details or you know at least maybe listen through to the end to find out if they got it right or wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's great (laughs) Keep them guessing <laughs> until the end. <laughs> so, it's just a fun. I, it's just a fun way to throw a little fun in there. It's all. I mean, movies are entertainment, so I thought it'd be a little bit of fun. <laughs> exactly. So, when did your love of movies begin? Oh, I mean, long time ago. So, my background is actually in VFX. So, working very closely with the feature film and video game industry. Actually, teaching for those industries. So I was really familiar with the process of how movies are made, in particular from a VFX perspective and the visual effects pipeline and that that process. This is actually my second podcast. The first podcast that I did, I was interviewing um, artists and that worked on movies and games. And then when I started another podcast, I wanted to do something I was passionate about, and movies were one of those things, and it kind of took off from there. I really enjoy it. And you bring on guests as well, whether they're other podcasters or experts in in the topic that you're covering, such as an Egyptologist for Cleopatra. You had on two of the actual Tag brothers for the movie Tag, and you uh, recently had your sister-in-law talking about uh, the history of Christmas. So those are definitely a unique guest that you have on and you cover basically the myths and the facts you surround yeah 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 i've had more guests on lately than you know when the show started it was mostly just a solo show but i've been on it uh, the egyptologist dr zahi hawass is an honor to have him on he's pretty much if you've seen any documentary on Egyptology he's he was like the face of Egyptology and so you I'm sure you've seen him even if you may not recognize his name if you look up a picture of him and you know anything about Egyptology you know who he is so it's a honor to have him on the show everybody that I've talked to John Garth uh, talking about Tolkien he's you know 
one of the most esteemed people talking about John, the life of J.R.R. Tolkien, so talking to him. And I've actually, as of uh, this recording, it's not out yet, but it will be in the beginning of, of the new year, I've got talking with um, people associated with, with Bletchley Park to talk about the imitation game. And I just wrapped up editing an interview with Lady Carnarvon about Downton Abbey. So it's been a blast getting to talk to people and I just love learning about the the true story, so that's hopefully it comes through in the show. That's amazing. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to those episodes. So, uh, what compelled you to start podcasting then? Uh, was it just uh, another form of you getting the information out there, or was it something that you had listened to that you said, "Hmm, maybe I could do this," or was it a combination of all of that? Kind of a combination. I so I've I've listened to podcasts for a long time, but I never really thought about doing one of my own until I was leading a content marketing team, and so I was in charge of starting a blog. And then once we got that up and running, my team and I sat down, and one of the guys on my team suggested that we start a podcast, and that was the one that I referred to earlier. That was a, a branded podcast, so it was for the company that I worked for, and. We interviewed artists behind movies and games, and then when I left that company, I knew I wanted to – I had fallen in love with podcasting, and when I left that company, I wanted to do something again. And so this concept came from <laughs> uh, two things, really. One, it was I knew I, I couldn't do as many interviews because it wasn't – it was just going to be something I did as a passion project on the side, aside from a full-time job. And so scheduling interviews, as I'm sure you are well aware, <laughs> can be a logistical nightmare sometimes, especially when you're trying to do it outside of other commitments in life. And so I wanted to do something that I could do on my own and do in my own time. And so essentially a solo show is what I knew I would have to do. And then I was trying to think of a concept, and my wife, who is a huge fan of musicals, we had gone to see the musical Les Mis. And pretty much the entire ride home we were just talking i was looking up she was driving and, and i was just looking up how much of that actually happened in the french revolution like the different things that we saw on stage and i you know it kind of clicked from there it was kind of oh you know i'm sure i'm not the only one that after i watch a movie i want to look it up and see how much of that actually happened so those two things kind of went together and decided to start the show. I was just going to answer that question. Was there a particular movie or something that you saw that made you just to decide to uncover the real truth behind the, the substance of the movie or the, the play or, or whatever it was that you were watching? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was, it was lay mids as far as the musical is concerned, but it's interesting because I, I haven't actually covered that on the show. Once I had that idea down, I just sat down and wrote wrote a list of an entire year's worth of episodes to make sure that it was a viable concept. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like I was going to have three movies that I knew off the top of my head I wanted to do, and then after that I would run out of ideas. And so I had a huge long list of stuff, and I still have a huge long list that you know listeners send in ideas for movies, and I've, new ones come out and. So it seems there's there's a lot of movies out there that need to be covered. So I'm I'll be good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
exactly. And a, a lot of them, even coming out now, uh, a lot of them are are on Netflix, not even in major motion pictures. So there you go. You have The Irishman that just came out. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. yeah, uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. You have the one about Ted Bundy. I, I can't remember the exact title. And I'm sure it's really hard to find a true story that has comedy in and around it, with the exception of maybe Tag and Lawrence Foster Jenkins. But a, a lot of them are historical, heavy <laughs> motion pictures out there, too. So it's probably a little bit of a struggle to, to find something that's a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, it's that was actually something that kind of surprised me about it when I first went into it, because a lot of those stories, the stories themselves are tend to be some movies are more lighthearted than others, but once you get into the real the real story behind things, a lot of them are very very heavy, and it is it does end up being a really heavy topic. And so, I try to balance it out as well as I can. I don't want every single episode to be just depressing, um, and so I try to balance it out to where hopefully there's kind of a good mix where episode after episode there's going to be some more fun things like tag you know i, I did cover pain and gain which was a, a comedy movie but that was another one where i went into it is the movie was a comedy but the true story behind it is is very sad and so things like that where sometimes you don't expect you don't expect that <laughs> and but i try to i try to balance it out i don't want everything to be just sad all the time <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like Amadeus, too. That's another picture that was critically acclaimed, but and it was seen as, uh, I guess, a little bit dark humor, but it still had co- comedic elements to it, when in fact it probably wasn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's one I haven't actually covered yet, but it is on my list. I would like to cover it at some point, but I, I haven't yet. <laughs> Well, like you said, the list probably keeps growing and growing because you get suggestions from listeners or you come across one that is going to be released or has just recently been put out that you're like, okay, let's add this one to the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll get a, you know, a, a listener will request anywhere from four to five movies at a time. And, I mean, it's great. I, I love getting suggestions, so I – will always welcome suggestions, but I always try to make it clear that, you know, you give me a four or five movies, it's going to take me a long time just to do those four or five movies. And in that meantime, I'm getting, you know, four or five more <laughs> every day. And so it, it does add up pretty quickly. So it's kind of gotten to the point to where I'll, I'll take any and all suggestions. I just can't guarantee that I will get them done anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how often are you releasing episodes? Do you have a particular day that you put them out? And is it a weekly thing, or how how is that working for you? You know, for, for years it was – well, I've changed that, so I'll kind of explain that. Initially, when I first started the show, it was biweekly, and I would release every other Monday. I did that on purpose because I I knew that there were things behind the scenes I would have to get set up, like the website, the the hosting, the 
branding the the logo. One of my good friends actually did the logo, but I would have to, you know, create all the graphics, all that kind of stuff that's on top of just building the show uh, that is outside of the show itself. And so I did that for, I released every other week, probably for, I guess that would be a few months while I got kind of everything set up. And then at that point, I also had an idea of how much time it would take on top of my job and, and everything else. And then I switched to a weekly release for probably a couple years. I went weekly. And then just this year, actually, I've, I left my job and I'm self-employed now. And so when that switch happened, I switched back to a biweekly release. So technically, I try to do it every other week. Well, I say I switch back to a biweekly. That's that's not actually true. Technically, the announcement that I made was I'm going to release them whenever I can. So I kind of wanted to release myself from that forcing a commitment. But internally, I still try to do uh, one every other week. And then I do mini-sodes on Patreon every other week on the off weeks. So I'm still releasing pretty much weekly. I did look in 2019. I released 50 episodes between the full-length episodes and the mini-sodes that I do on Patreon. So it's still pretty much weekly. I've just kind of changed how that looks weekly with half of it being on Patreon and half of it being public. What is your process for recording and editing the show? Do you have a specific way that you record it solo and then uh, with a guest, or uh, is it basically the same? And then what do you do to edit it? It's very much the same process as for recording uh, as far as the technical side is concerned. The primary difference would be some guests can only use a phone. Some guests can use a computer. If they can use a computer, a lot of times, you know, they've got a, a good microphone or they don't have them. It's, there's a lot of different variations in there. And so uh, you'll probably notice that if you listen to some of the episodes, the 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 quality on on the other side is going to change a little bit depending on what the other guest is able uh, what the guest is able to use but i guess as far as that's concerned i try to use squadcast when i can cuz that records locally on their side and it gives a, a really good quality version if that doesn't work i'll go back to skype and then i have a mix minus setup on my computer here and that's the same computer that i use for interviews. It's the same computer that I use for uh, my solo episodes as well. So that part of the process is what I'm referring to as being the same. The microphone that I'm talking to you on right now is the same microphone that I use to record my solo episodes. Basically, I, I went out and bought a really cheap computer, set it up, and then I don't have to touch it except when I'm recording. <laughs> so I don't mess anything up. It's set up. I just sit down and I'm, I'm ready to record. And then as far as editing is concerned, I'll do that actually on a different computer, um, again, so I don't have to mess up with my recording computer. I usually use a, my tablet or I've got a desktop computer, but the software that I use is Mixcraft. That's what I record into. And then the editing process, it's a little bit different for interviews versus my own. For interviews, there's a lot more sculpting the narrative where I'm removing uh, dead, dead silence, dead air, I'm removing time between my question and their answer. I'm removing some of the uhs and ums, things like that. Whereas for a solo episode, I don't 
I'm going to say I don't say uh and um, but if I do, then I will stop that recording and I will go back and take that out. So I do a little bit of editing on the fly as I'm recording, and so that way I know when I sit down to actually edit the episode, I have all the good takes, and I've already deleted all the bad takes. So my editing process for a solo episode is more just clipping off the little parts where I messed up or where I did something wrong at the end, and then I'll re-record that sentence or that paragraph or wherever that is, and then clip that in so it sounds very natural. So it's a little little bit of a different process. Um, the editing process takes a lot less time for my solo episodes because I do that little bit of editing kind of as I'm recording. So the recording process actually takes a lot longer, but the editing process doesn't take nearly as long as it does for the interviews. When you're speaking by yourself, you pretty much have a script. When you're with someone and you're trying to frame a question, sometimes you'll use uh, and um, and in their responses, sometimes they'll use uh, and um, also. So (laughs) when you're by yourself, you're more cognizant of what you're saying. So... I guess I could see right, that. and my my solo episodes are a hundred percent scripted, so I already know exactly what I'm going to say, and it's more just essentially reading the script in a way that hopefully doesn't sound like I'm just sitting there reading a script. But <laughs> the interviews are going to be more conversational, which is okay. I mean, it's kind of to be expected when you're ha- having an interview, you're having that conversation. Uh, but there are some things like you say that you want to kind of tweak and 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 make it be a little bit smoother. (laughs) (laughs) So in what way has it been challenging for you? Is it editing, social media, or time constraints? I think it's really the time constraints. It's balancing it with everything else. My background being in visual effects, I I grew up around computers, and so I'm, I'm very familiar with computers. And so the technical side of it, is not really too much of a challenge for me. It's really just, it is very, very time intensive to do all of the research, especially for the solo episodes. And then the interview episodes, I find that they pretty much take the same amount of time as the solo episodes, It's just flipped. So the solo episodes are super time consuming on the research and the writing side. And then the interview episodes are super time consuming on the editing side. So that's pretty much the biggest biggest challenge that I have is it comes down to time, <laughs> and we only have so much. So trying to balance all that out. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, if you fi- ever find a way to change that, let me know. <laughs> I will. I will patent it and become rich. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> How has podcasting improved or changed your life for the positive? Oh, man, there's so many people that I've met both in person, but also just, you know, met online or acquaintances that I've made and that I would never be able to otherwise. Um, my office at home, I've got posters hanging signed from, you know, movies and games of teams that I've met. Some of them I've actually met, you know, gone to the studio and gotten tours for and all because of the of the podcast. And then the the current pot that was the 
mostly the podcast before I was interviewing those artists, but then, you know, this one here with Based on a True Story, being able to interview people like like Dr. Zahi Hawass, it's, you know, an honor to get to talk to him. He, it's kind of funny. You, you see interviews and you see these people on TV and you, and, you, and you see them talking to you and then it's like, oh, they're on the other end of the under the call and they're answering my questions. <laughs> it's, it's, you get kind of starstruck a little bit sometimes, but it, it's just an absolute honor to get to talk to people like that and to get to meet them and, and get to pick their brain and, and get to learn a little bit about things that they've dedicated their entire lives to. And a lot of the historians and authors that I talk to, you know, that it's, it's what they do day in, day out. And so it's just an honor to get to talk to them. I found a couple of different podcasts just from listening to your show that I wouldn't have if I didn't. Uh, For example, you had someone on that covered a lot of the Western movies who hosts the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just discovered that today and found that very interesting. Yeah, I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Chris Wimmer that I had on to talk about Tombstone and, and Young Guns. Yeah. Yeah, it's great because he dedicates like an entire season talking about Tombstone, and he has an entire season talking about Billy the Kid, which is you know Young Guns is the story of Billy the Kid. It's an honor to have him on and and get to talk to him and pick his brain. He's done all this research about an entire you know, and ten episodes or so of just talking about this one topic. And so we're just doing one episode. There's no way that we could cover everything, but we get a great overview, and it just works out. For both sides, you know, my audience gets to get that great overview, and if they want to dig in deep, deeper, then hop over to his podcast, and he goes in much, much more depth. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great. Have there been any resources that have helped you along the way, or Facebook groups, or Twitter communities, or Reddit, anything like that? Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of them out there, and um, I think most of the most of the places where I hang out more are are on the Facebook groups. I pretty much just did a search for anything that had podcasts in the name and joined it. Some are more helpful than others. Most of the things that I, I get that are beneficial from that are really just ideas to see how I love seeing how other people are doing things and then what little bits and pieces can I incorporate into my own workflow. So uh, Squadcast is a great example of that. You know, when I first started, Skype was something that I'm I was familiar with and is what I used to to make phone calls online and and to do that. But then somebody recommended Squadcast because it actually will record locally on the guest computer, and so you don't get that internet kind of lag and latency that you sometimes get. And so I I tried it and I tested it and I recorded. I actually did a recording both with that's uh, Squadcast and with my local computer as well, what my uh, software was was saying what I would normally record with, compared them side by side, and there was a big difference. So little things like that, you know, just little pieces of software or little tips and things like that. It's not really anything in, in particular that I usually am not really the one, even the one asking the question. I just like to kind of absorb what I can, try little things here and there. And it's all about incremental improvements. You know, what can I, what's the little thing that I can do to make the show this next episode a little bit better than the one before it um, and just kind of continually improve? Yeah. What can I use to implement my own show or 
what is going to help me sound better or yeah I do a lot of trolling too on, on Facebook groups like <laughs> you said I joined a lot of the, the Facebook groups that had podcasts in it and sometimes I'll ask questions or reach out but mostly I'm just stalking other people and seeing what they're doing with with whether sure. it's marketing or promotion or cross promotion <laughs> things like that so <laughs> I find it to be helpful in yeah. that way <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's probably one of the things that we all do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wish you had known when you first started out podcasting? How much time it would take? Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that you know you listen to it and you're like, okay, that's that's cool, but uh, I don't. I think most people don't really realize how much time it actually takes to put together a podcast. I never would have thought to guess how much time it would have taken. It was just one of those things like, okay, you know, you're going to talk to somebody for half an hour and then it's done and that's it. I never even thought about, you know, the the prep beforehand coming up with the questions or like, you know, you've already mentioned that that you've listened to some of my episodes, which is something that, you know, I try to do as well. If I'm listening, if I'm, you know, having a, a podcaster on or if I'm, you know, having somebody on to talk about a movie or an author, you know, read their book or listen to their pot, you know, all of these little things that just, they take time and it's on top of that conversation. It's trying to make that conversation good. And then the editing side on the other end, you know, it, it, (laughs) and then there's the marketing and promotion that you talked about. So yeah, I think it's just the time. I really (laughs) had no idea how much time it would take. Are there any podcasts that you listen to that, you really enjoy listening to a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are podcasts about podcasting. So again, it's kind of um, trolling those essentially, you know, listening to them and, and trying to pick little, little nuggets out, little bits and pieces here and there. Dave Jackson, you know, he's got a ton of podcasts about podcasting and there's podcasters round table and, you know, all of those. Uh, if you're not into podcasting, then they're probably podcasts that you would not care about, <laughs> but they're little things that I'll try to listen to and try to, just garner, you know, uh, shows like yours, which, you know, I'll start listening to yours and start seeing, you know, as you have other people on, what are little things that I can, I can pull from that and from their process and from their technique and, you know, little things like that and be like, Oh, you know, I never would have thought about doing it this way. And maybe I'll try it and maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But, uh, I think that's how we can all, we can all grow together. (laughs) Agreed. Do you have any advice on someone who wants to podcast but can't find their way? Yeah, I think there's two approaches to this, and I think it really has to do with what they're struggling with most because there definitely is a technical component, and that is a hurdle. And so if that's what you're struggling with, there are tons of people ready to help in a lot of those Facebook groups or on Reddit, by all means, you know, reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to help however I can, those types of things. But then there's also the content side. And I, I have seen a lot of times where people will, uh, you know, I can't think of names off the top of my head, not that I would want to name them anyway, but, you know, that somebody will post in a Facebook group and be like, I had this idea for a podcast and I'm, you know, three episodes in and I don't have any ideas for episodes anymore. And it's one of those things where I would, I would always recommend you have an idea, sit down and come up with a year's worth of episodes. You don't have to, you know, be in depth with it. When I, when I sat down to come up with a year's worth of episodes, it was literally just, 
doing a search online trying to find movies that were based on a true story because really I just wanted to see if there were that many movies out there that were based on a true story. I thought there might be. I knew a few of them off the top of my head, but I had absolutely no idea how many there actually were until I just sat down and did a search for it. So once I kind of knew the topic, I, it was just coming up with just a list of those movies. And that was a list that I worked from for the first year or so from, of, of the podcast. It wasn't something that was set in stone. I changed it. I added stuff to it. I moved things around. It, you know, A lot of stuff shifted. I added listener requests, and I changed a lot of things. You know, so it's, there's actually probably still some in my list that are from that original list that I made. But I would recommend just sitting down, coming up with that list, and that's one less thing that you have to worry about. And then just, just do it. Once you, you know, pick a topic, doesn't really matter. Honestly, some of the movies that I've seen for my podcast, I wasn't really a big fan of the movie. It's just not. It wasn't something that I uh, probably would have watched unless I was digging into, you know, for an episode. And so you're going to come across that. There's going to be some topics. There's going to be some uh, content that maybe you don't enjoy as much as others, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, but just get started, pick one, and then record your first episode. And I know that sounds easier said than done, but there's two things to remember when it comes to that is, one, you don't have to publish it. You can record that episode, and you can just decide when you're done that you're never going to publish that, and nobody's ever going to hear that. And then the other part of that is, Going through that process of actually recording that is going to force you to figure out kind of a structure for your show. And that first – the first episode – nobody likes their first episode. Nobody likes their first 10 episodes. That's that's perfectly normal. But it that is going to force you to kind of get a structure. You know, Do you have an introduction? Do you have uh, – where is the the meat of your show? How far into it? You know, you mentioned earlier. You know, the two truths and a lie. That's not something that I did originally, but it was something that yeah, I don't remember where I I found it. It's not a not a concept that I didn't come up with that idea. That I think I saw it on like Jimmy Fallon or some night nighttime show. I was like, oh, that you know that might be a fun idea to throw in the podcast. And so I tried it, and I got a ton of listener feedback that they really liked it. And so it's it's been in every episode since then. <laughs> but little things like that of just Try things out. The episode that you release, uh, the, your second episode is going to be different than your first. Your third is going to be different than your second. Just try to continually improve. But the key there is get started. So sit down and, and record your first episode. I think the biggest hurdle is hitting the publish button for a lot of people. Uh, as far as you know, just hesitation because they're afraid? Yes. That's okay. Nobody listens to the first episode anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's true. No, I mean, you hit publish, it's publishing, but there's like nobody you haven't nobody knows it exists. And so nobody's listening to it initially. I mean, you might get a couple of them, a couple people. I think on my first day, I think I had two listens. And I mean, but the other side of that is nobody ever reached out to me on my first day. It wasn't like, "Oh man, we've been waiting for this show. It's, you know, it's amazing." Or nobody ever reached out and was like, oh, man, this show sucks. Okay. I mean, it took weeks before I even got my first listener feedback. And um, even then, it was just like, cool. And that was it. Like, okay. 
That's cool. All right. You know, <laughs> so really for the most part, I mean, I guess my, my point there is, especially when you're first starting, you're really starting for yourself. You're, you're, you're podcasting for yourself. And so, I mean, hit publish or you don't, I guess don't hit publish if you don't want to, but you know, it's, you got to get started at some point. And so once you do that, the easier it's going to get to just start to get into that rhythm of just creating, 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 and you got to do it at some point. So you might as well just get started. So if you were to have dinner and you could invite three (laughs) people that are alive, whether it's an actor or a director or a historical figure, which three would you invite? You know, I'm going to say not in any particular order, but I'm going to have to probably have to go with three historical figures. Um, the the first would be, wait, are these all three together at the same time, or are they individual dinners? They could be individual dinners, or they could be a group, whichever you'd like. Okay, I think. Okay, okay, um, I'll do it. Individual dinners, that's I can focus on each one. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci would, would – not in any particular order, but he was the first one that came to mind. He was so far ahead of his time in so many different things. I mean math, painting, music, engineering, inventing, like just so many different things that he just seemed to master. I would love to pick his brain and try to figure out how he worked, <laughs> hopefully get some of that genius to kind of – you know, through osmosis or something. And then William Shakespeare would probably be another one, a, a huge part of my career, both in the podcast and in my day job has been built on writing and telling stories. And so it'd be great to learn from him. And, you know, he's one of the legendary storytellers of all time. And so I think it would be great to kind of learn from him. And then the final one would be Jesus. Not to get too religious or political, but there are so many people today, I think, that are trying to interpret his words for their own gain. And so I would love to chat with the source and try to find out the true story. Hmm. All intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) And very good answers, too. I think I would probably have to agree with Jesus just because I want the, the true story. <laughs> because there are Nobody, so many see, the adaptations. Is, yeah, there are, and the thing is, you could sit down and have you could have dinner with him. You could take pictures. You could do video, and it wouldn't matter. Nobody would believe that you talked to him. Nobody would believe any of that. So it would really just be for your own peace of mind, I guess, because <laughs> nobody believes what they read or see anyway these days. <laughs> <laughs> So is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to cover in this little interview? Not that I can think of, no. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Then I did my job. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how can is people – Is there anything that you can think of that I did? <laughs> oh, not off of the top of my head, no. I think oh. it. <laughs> it's been – it's covered basically everything I wanted to know and probably uh, my listeners would, would want to know about your podcast because it's a different take. So I found that very uh, interesting. Being a, a television movie major in college myself, 
I found that very uh, unique and, and cool. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's kind of funny because it's when I, when I am in in podcast groups and podcast circles for the for the history podcasters, my show is a TV and film movie review podcast, and so you know it's not really a history podcast. But then in the TV and film groups, my show is a history podcast, and so it's not really a TV and film movie review podcast or anything. So it's kind of funny. It kind of sits in the middle, and it it doesn't really belong in either group. <laughs> <laughs> So how can people find Based on a True Story, and uh, where can they listen to it? Pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, just do a search for it, or you can go to basedonatruestorypodcast.com. Wonderful. Do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share with people listening to the podcast who are just discovering yours or to people who have listened to Based on a True Story for a long time? Feel free to send in anything that you'd like me to cover. I can't guarantee I will, but if you're – and I guess the other side of that is if you are thinking about starting your own podcast, I'm happy to help however I can. I mean there's only so much that somebody on the other side of the world can help with, but hopefully I'll inspire you to, to tell your own story and, and get your content out there. Well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on to your podcast or mine to talk about your podcast with me. So. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to everyone listening to your podcast or mine. We'll chat soon. Everybody has a story, and not all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder, how did this happen, or what is that like? Or what happens next? Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance with Bliss at IWB Podcast.